You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Could this be the greatest Royal Rumble of all time? It's Bilal Vakani, Six Express, as well as Daniel Shahori. And we'll get right into it, Dan. No teases, nothing fancy. Let's talk about the Men's Royal Rumble. And when I look at this, Dan, I see CM Punk is the favorite. I see Cody is kind of the number two. After that, Gunter is, is right there, a very close third. After that, it gets a bit more hazy if we're talking Final Four. I think Drew McIntyre has acquitted himself greatly here. There is the potential of The Rock coming in. Um, somebody like L.A. Knight could slide back in after losing to Roman Reigns if the you know card lines up that way. Is that how you see this rumble going? Of course, yeah, in, in that exact order with the caveat of The Rock is the biggest mm. factor because if how else are they going to, if he's doing this and we're assuming that he is like, he's going to do mania. Oh, I don't know if he is doing this, but, but they're really leaning. I don't think he would have said what he said that time on Monday night mm-hmm. raw. If he yeah. wasn't. So if he is, they need to figure out a way, the easiest way to do it is him winning the rumble. And that's that. I mean, he's not going to do the elimination chamber and Cody's not going to stadium show. Dan. Like, so that's the thing, right? We just don't know. He's he's now on the board of TKO. Yes. Uh, Ava, no surname. She's a rock's daughter. She's yeah. now general manager of NXT. Mm-hmm. I, like this is the thing about it. I, I really like, it, and it could also be that he just did that as a red herring, and he's going to pick it up six months from now. Like I, I just honestly have no clue. It'd be. I can't see him doing any other show other than Mania. Possibly, mm-hmm. okay, that's not true. Possibly the Australia one, and yep. possibly Saudi Arabia. When's the yep. next time you go to Saudi Arabia? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know, but it would be sometime after WrestleMania. Okay, uh, so that's it. it. The otherwise, because if if he's doing it, then uh, or sorry, if he's doing Mania, then Cody's not winning the Rumble. I I think it'll be Punk, just so that's his clear path to Seth. And I think in fairness, because like I'm conflicted about CM Punk. I, I, I used to be a guy who I thought was the greatest wrestler in the world and was Me one too. of my favorites. And, you know, not just the, the, the stories of allegedly what happened with him, but also as a guy who sometimes cuts great promos, sometimes goes out there and I, I can't make heads or tails of what he's doing. But more importantly than all of that, as a guy who, you know, seven, 10 years ago was one of the best in the world, it is the law of diminishing returns here, Dan. Like he's had some matches in AEW where it's clear he is not that person anymore. And I think it says something that the only match he's had to this point are, are dark matches with Dominic Mysterio. And look, the you know the response to that wasn't uh, terrible. I didn't see people burying him the next night, but it wasn't exactly great either. It just kind of was out there. And it actually wasn't a huge story, which makes me think that we're no longer talking about the best wrestler in the world. He's not consistently the best talker in the world, but yet because Rollins has always branded himself as this company guy, he has this legit injury, which just about is going to get him to WrestleMania. And quite honestly, this whole Roman Reigns, potentially Cody, potentially the rock storyline, no matter which way it goes, I just don't think it's as hot a program as punk and Rollins will be. And geez, even that elimination chamber pay-per-view we're talking about, they're advertising CM Punk on it. Um, so you tend to think that's a sign in his direction. It is. Uh, and I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know why. I mean, I know why, why they would go in that direction, but you're, but he's also right. Back going back to AEW, he got injured twice in nine months. Oh. One time was him 
jumping over a railing. Mm -hmm. So the odds of him getting hurt, like at any point, like I I don't wish that upon him, but he's, he's a, he's a liability for that. He's a liability for many reasons, but he's a liability for that reason. Cause uh, it's, yeah, he's not the same person as he once was. So, so tell me, who do you, who do you think is going to win the, the men's rumble? I, I do think it's going to be CM Punk, um, but I'll throw something else at you because these are always fun, you know, in terms of who's going to last the longest in the match because we saw Gunter do it last year. Yeah. He can't do that again. And who is going to get the most eliminations? I do think, you know, Cody came in late last year and I think he's probably going to be, you know, number two or number three here. Yes. It would be great to see Cody in an Iron Man type situation where he's not going to turn around and get the most eliminations, but all these different permutations of you know matches he could have uh, you know f- even within the rumble mcintyre if brock lesnar is there which i know we've seen a bit of that but you know gunter uh, gunter is the one that stands out to me because they've run very different spaces gunter's been in that ic division cody's been just one level above that depending on how you look at it so the potential there is great and then finally for the most eliminations i would really like to see and people have said this before so it's not an original idea I'd really like to see them just put Braun Breaker in there. And oh, yeah. he doesn't have to eliminate anyone great. He can eliminate somebody significant and set up a program, but it can be the Tazawas. It can be, you know, an Otis who's distracted by something. It it doesn't have to be, you know, or it could be of, a it could be a big statement name. Like like, yeah. like if you're say you're you're planning uh for Cody or Punk not to win, mm-hmm. have it be one of those guys. Yeah. Or or, or Drew. Program. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about the Women's Rumble, and I'll try to stick to these quickly, Dan, because we'll be here all night if I don't <laughs> that way. You know, the way, And the only way I can break this down is I can tell you how I see it. There's two names that have very much been in the front of this women's division and the Royal Rumble. It's Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. it's Bailey, and beyond that, I think Nia Jax has, Nia. has acquitted mm-hmm. herself incredibly well. I think mm-hmm. this has been the best run of her career, and it's no longer a situation of, okay, you put her in late in the Rumble and you have some fun. I think you can put her in mid. I wouldn't put her early. You can put her in the middle of that rumble, let her stay till the final four uh, and do a lot of damage. And beyond that, there is this gaping hole that Bianca Belair sort of gravitated around, but it screams Jade Cargill to me because the way they've promoted her and the way they've pulled away, it it really has been like, we signed Jade Cargill. We've got to tell everybody. We've got to put her on every show. We've got to tease everything. She's got to meet Charlotte. She's got to be on the throne on NXT. Oh, the rumble's coming up. Hide her for two months or whatever it's been. And now you're at a place where you can put her in. Yeah. And I think the permutations could be, you know, I think it was going to be Charlotte, whether it's a tag team Uh or a one-on-one match. That's not going to happen. But you can still do Bianca Belair. You could still do Nia Jax. Like there's some significant pro. You could have her tag with Bianca Belair for the tag team championships if the Kabuki Warriors are going that way, which it seems to be. But I think, Dan... I've seen a lot of betting odds, and they've been very wrong. They have a lot of them have Raquel winning this thing, and I don't even think she no. can compete. But uh, it is back and forth with Becky and Bailey as the favorites. I think Becky has expressed that she wants to be in an elimination chamber. I don't think she's done that before, so that's a really good way to get her to Rhea Ripley. And also, if Bailey wins, Dan, I, I can I can write this for you right now. Bailey wins the Rumble. She shows up on Raw. She's been saying she's going after Rhea Ripley, so she's in the ring with Rhea. She's in the ring with Io Sky. She's about to grab the mic. Rhea Ripley puts her hand on the mic, headbutts Io Sky, knocks her out, looks at Bailey and says quite clearly, you're never going to beat me. But 
you brought Io Sky back to the WWE. You helped her win Money in the Bank. You helped her win the championship. You're the reason she's still champion. You can beat her. And then Rhea picks up Io Sky's championship, puts it over Bailey's shoulder, and tells her, you're going to challenge Io Sky at WrestleMania, walks out of the ring, uh, and, and then Bailey sort of will go over to a knocked out Io Sky, put the belt over her, and say very softly, I'll see you at WrestleMania. And then just comes out of the ring. And, and that would be, Dan, one of the greatest Royal Rumble stories you could ever tell. And, and just, I, I just, I don't think, you know, I don't think you do anything else. I think that's it. I think that makes complete sense. And, uh, uh, but however, and, uh, and that's probably where they're going to go. I hope. Now, I believe that it's going to be Becky and Rhea because they mm. basically told us that like two weeks ago on Raw that yep. they both want it to be that. So why would you do that if that wasn't going in that direction? <laughs> So obviously Bailey and EO makes perfect sense, of course, as well. But I forgot all about Jade Cargill. And when you said that, I was like, yes, Mm. I would love Jade Cargill to win the rumble and destroy EO sky at WrestleMania. And uh, maybe uh, EO and and Bailey could have a a match at, uh, or what Bailey can have challenge one of the two champions at elimination chamber. Cause that'll be a big match. If Bailey, because well, it's in Australia, so uh, Rio is going to be the massive star that'll go on last. Whoever is in there with Rio will be a big. It'll be a big thing for them in front of that crowd. So I would. I know what you're saying and makes logical sense. Yeah. But if if the Jade factor is there, then I I would love it if Jade Cargill wins. I think it's one of the greatest testaments I can say to Triple H is that in each of these rumbles, there are three to four arguments you can make for somebody who mm-hmm. should win. And they're completely plausible yeah. arguments, yeah. you know, and, and it could end up being predictable. It could not. And I think that speaks to his booking patterns, right? Like he's just done a great job. E- even Gunter, you know, confronting Seth Rollins on Raw was masterful because people yeah. already know he's at that level. But to just say it, you know, flat out, I, the only thing with Cargill that gives me hesitation is the way they booked Cody, the way they booked Punk. It's not been, you know, when Randy Orton came back from injury, he got his championship match with Roman right away. CM Punk didn't get that. When Cody came to WWE, he didn't get his championship right away. He had to go through three matches with Seth Rollins, almost like a testing ground. And, you know, I'll even go down to Lexi King in NXT. He didn't get a championship right away. I just, I, I think there's some of that WWE homerism where they're going to make Cargill work a program at Mania that's not for a world title before they trust her with those championships. I just, in my head, and I think that's wrong, but I think that's what they're they're thinking. I I, I would be pleasantly surprised if you're right, but that's my gut they're, feeling. They're either thinking exactly that or they're <laughs> thinking that they want to make a... Can you imagine if Punk and Cargill win both yeah. Rumbles? How, I, I don't know, how, how that looks to AEW? I don't know. But Yeah, no, look, it's it's a competitive advantage and, mm-hmm. and they're certainly going to be looking to attract more free agents and they, and they may be kicking yeah, themselves in terms of might do it, yeah. what Mustafa Ali, what Nick Nemeth have done. Um, and we can go to the list of people who have, they've let go. I should also shout out, um, I think Naomi's going to be back in this yes. match. Oh, I would, yeah, 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 yeah. I would throw her out there as like an outside, maybe not outside, but just outside of that top four. You know, if you want to throw a wrench Sasha things, Banks? I, I think all the reporting I've seen, Dan, and I've is been this checking this AEW? consistently, is yeah. it's AEW. Right. And <clears throat> I think Sasha's very smart. She's probably done this on purpose for negotiation purposes, but maybe also to 
build some suspense, right? She very much could show up on the dynamite after the Royal Rumble, um, which I, I think would be smart of her. This is good business. You know, what is a few weeks in, in a career? Um, and she's gone away before and come back just as hot. So more power to her. I would be pleasantly surprised if she showed up in the Royal Rumble, uh, especially since if she doesn't, it, it means a, a Liv Morgan is, is going to be in there for a long time. And don't get me started about Liv Morgan, but she'll come back and, you know, maybe she'll enter at four or 20 if I may steal a joke from what culture because of the cannabis thing. Um, <laughs> uh, so what else is on this card? I don't even remember. I, only two matches that I've seen, and I'm going to double check okay. while we chat because I feel like, you know, and we're taping this before SmackDown, I want to say, but we'll start out with Logan Paul defending his U.S. championship against Kevin Owens. Love I like okay. Kevin Owens yeah. a lot. I like Logan Paul a lot. Mm. At the end of the day, I, I know Paul has signed an extension. He's the odds-on favorite. Owens doesn't really need this belt. No. I think Paul is going to do some more stuff with it. Yeah. And it kind of feels like they gave him this belt and they didn't really work out his schedule so he could be on TV regularly. And even Bobby Lashley has taken some shots at it. So there's a program there. LA Knight's taking some shots at him. There's a program there. Um, his brother That'd could be get a involved. Good, yeah. So for Mania, I, I would love a, like an LA Knight and Logan Paul. That would be a good yeah, so I look. I want Kevin Owens to have all the championships, but I I think I would go in that direction. He does not need um, that one. No, and and I have double checked. There are no other matches except the Fatal Four Way, which is the Universal Undisputed WWE Universal Champion oh, Roman right, Reigns defending against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, LA <laughs> Knight in a Fatal Four Way. Well, the the thing about this is is Roman Reigns is, is going to win. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. This feels like Styles. He came back. There's a thread mm-hmm. of a story there. They didn't want to commit to it as a singles program, which fair enough. It, it's more, this story has been more about Nick Aldis than anyone else. It's not Good. been really about Roman Reigns. It's not really been about LA Knight. It's not really been about Randy Orton. It's not been about Styles. I love Nick Aldis. You know, Orton, when he came back, I actually thought they were just going to do the singles match with Orton and Roman Reigns. And I feel like they promised that at some point. And somewhere along the line, that got changed. Orton seems destined to spin off this into a program with maybe it's solo Sokoa, you know, maybe he just, you know, I, I don't know where you go with him, but there's definitely something to be done there. We mentioned LA Knight probably, you know, ending up in a program with uh, a Logan Paul or, you know, the, if the rock knocks Cody out of a program, maybe you do Cody and LA Knight as sort of an interpromotional, mm. you know, war of words between shows, which might be an incredibly hot program and a sort of special matchup. But this is incredibly predictable. I think the key thing here, Dan, Yeah. do you save this for the main event and then none of these other guys aside from Roman are in the Rumble? Or do you slide this right before the Men's Royal Rumble? Because they're probably going to start with the yeah. women's. They're probably going to do Logan Paul and, and Kevin Owens. But this should probably main event, Dan. Well, I, if I know my Roman Reigns and what his, uh, his agenda is, he says that he whether he has this actual power he he claims he either wants to go on first or last and the winner of one of the royal rumbles always goes on last because they point at the sign and that's the yeah, last and thing they that you show see, that way right so it's probably going to go first yeah and i think if you think back to survivor series and ending the show with cm punk mm-hmm. that's still you know it's basically been the rock cm punk the rock mm-hmm. that's been the top line WWE, you know, killing it in terms of numbers, not if you don't count the Netflix deal, which is a whole other bag of beans. Oh, yes. Um, so I think that's what you have to do. I think that's how you end the show. And I think it's somewhat poetic. CM Punk shows up at the end of Survivor Series. 
He wins the Royal Rumble at the end of the Royal Rumble. And then, you know, at the end of WrestleMania, he's probably standing there with the championship. And then I think Damian Priest cashes in, and that's the end of that. But, mm. you know, that's how I think you have to do this. Uh, Dan, any other thoughts on the Rumble? Um, and I apologize for keeping it short, but I, I sort of... It's oh, a short card. I do want to go back to the Women's Rumble. I forgot. Iron Woman and most eliminations. Who you got? And then I'll figure out who I'm going to say. That's something you can give uh, Gonzalez. Why not? That's something you can, because the other, or, or you can give it to Nia, but I think it'd be more beneficial mm-hmm. to her. If she's not healthy, you give it to Nia. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think I would, I thought about Cargo for most eliminations. Oh, okay. If Cargo's in it, then, well, yeah. not, she doesn't need to have most because mm-hmm. you don't want, this is her first. This is probably her first battle royal, never mind yeah. Royal Rumble. So Very you don't, point. she probably needs to, if she is in it and if she is winning mm-hmm. it, she has to come in pretty late, probably like 27. Like, yeah, I would say so. So she won't have the most eliminations. And also the pop, right, Dan? If she yeah. comes in 30 or 27, you know, you're settled in, you've kind of forgot about, you know, you forget about potential mm-hmm. surprise. Like you might, you know, who's left, you know, is mm-hmm. more of what you think as opposed to who hasn't showed up that will show up. I guess, you know, in terms of an Iron Woman, I do think it should be a combination of Bailey and Becky Lynch because Mm -hmm. if you start the match, and I should say for the men's match, I would love it if they started it with Cody and Gunter, which is kind of, you know, a a little bit of what they did, except Cody came in later last year. But my God, if you start with those two, and if you start with Becky and Bailey, like, again, all the different permutations, like Dakota Kai can come back. If, you know, unfortunately Charlotte's injured, but her factoring in that would have been very interesting, you know, despite her recent work rate. Um, but I, I just think, and, and I feel like WWE will let me down inevitably with one of these combinations, but I can't think, can you think of any two people or one person you would pair as sort of your two key people to build these rumbles around? I would put one of them up hundred percent just because you need somebody to, to, to lead a match like that so yeah. to be the ring general not to take away from gunther but you need a ring general to lead to walk the whole thing through and i can see either or both go right to the end to, to yeah. the final four and we've had previous years where it's been natalia which is, has been fine but i just think narratively it's not as strong if she can do it from a technical standpoint from and a, look, sure you, you know for your first few women's rumbles I think that's a really wise move. You put a veteran mm-hmm. in there who's in their prime, you know, and I could argue Natalia's still in her prime. I think I would. Um, I think that'd be very smart. I, I will also say I saw somewhere somebody had Chelsea Green as a favorite to win the Women's World Rumble. Really? That was no. hilarious. Um, no, and she's Canadian, so we'll always root for her. <clears throat> but that was not uh, this year. Yeah. Check multiple betting sites if you're looking for favorites. I That okay. would be the best advice I have for people because I've seen some wacky ones. Uh, they're quite entertaining, but. Well, I'm going to ask you about a, a semi. It's mm-hmm. not even that wacky, but did, was there odds on when you said his name? Was there odds on Nick Aldis? I haven't seen any odds for Aldis. That could be a surprise entrant. Uh, it's, it's if he's going to do something with it, right? It, it's interesting with Nick because he is very much in that Roman Reigns picture. So I almost think, yeah. and look, the Rumble, I hadn't even thought of that. So I'd be very happy if he, he goes could put that himself way. in at number 30, right? Because he has that yeah. power, right? Or, you know, as simple as. Let's. I'm trying to think who the bloodline would. So let's say Jay Uso's set to go in there. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and Solo take him out. Sets up Jimmy and Jay at WrestleMania, which I think we know is going to happen. So Nick Aldis is, you yeah. know, sitting there with Adam Pierce, and they're saying, "Well, we don't have anyone to replace them." Or, or Pierce, because it's his roster. <clears throat> so Pierce goes to Aldis and says, "Look, I got nobody on Raw who can replace him. I don't think you have anyone on SmackDown who can replace him." 
and all this, you know, could sheepishly sort of look to him and say, I might know a guy I can call. And it turns out to be him. I think that would be very cute. And that would be a good way for him to further that bloodline storyline. I do think inevitably he's just so j -j -j jacked that I think you've got to do all this versus Roman Reigns, even as a throwaway program, you know, leading up to WrestleMania <laughs> or just after, or maybe even a SmackDown, right? Like, I just think there's, there's something to be said there. Uh, and shout out to Aldis. I think, especially given Ava and Adam Pierce are the other two general managers in WWE, he's, he's definitely the best. Um, and I should also point out, we're taping this before SmackDown. So if yeah. Mr. Aldis adds a match in the next hour or two, uh, he will have bested us quite well. Uh, anything else you want to say about this rumble before is, we go? Is there a possibility? I'm not sure that, of the contracts of, but is uh, is there a possibility that Okada could appear in this rumble? I have seen the odds. I, I don't have a good sense, Dan, of where he is in terms of WWE AEW. I right. would think he'd be more in the AEW camp. Yes, but, but if he could, could he? Yeah, I know he's yeah. under. He has a few matches left in New Japan, but it doesn't mean that he. If okay. if he is in fact signed, that he could. Uh, yeah. I because I have this vision at Mania, he's the one as a, like a surprise open challenge to beat Gunther. Oof, that, that would be something. And look, yeah. the, the the thing about it is WWE does have a good because it was they sent Charlie Dempsey, William Regal's son, to a New Japan thing. Shinsuke Nakamura has done some stuff, so you know it's not the relationship AEW has mm -hmm. with them. But it's it's a relationship that, you know, if this is where he's going to go anyways, I don't know that New Japan's going to sit there and hold their hands and try to push it off. Because he's going anyways, right? Yeah. They, maybe so they not? would let him do that. But, I mean, I don't know. He did say uh, the reason why I think he, he very well could go, at, mm -hmm. not necessarily the Rumble, but he did say that he wanted to, before he retires, do a, a WrestleMania. Okay. But it's now so, yeah, or never. I hadn't heard that. But, right? no, it makes a lot. As, yeah, at this point in his career. I, we should also shout out, I mentioned Braun Breaker. Um, yeah. There are some people, Carmelo Hayes has kind of indicated this, that he could show up in the Rumble. He's pretty much on the SmackDown mm -hmm. roster now. The, you know, that women's division is missing Charlotte Flair quite badly. And I, I do, not that she, again, was in prime form, but it is becoming a very thin division. Um, the fact that Roxanne Perez is kicking around, she's in a title picture. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, who is sort of the heir apparent mm -hmm. to uh, Charlotte Flair, I think you're not just going to see those two in the Rumble as you have seen in previous years. I think they are going to establish programs out of that. Um, what those programs will be, you know, with Perez, she has an affinity with CM Punk. So if an AJ Lee comes back and oh, she's able to AJ work Lee. with an AJ Lee, mm. <laughs> sort of a, 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 you know, not quite teacher apprentice, more like, you know, fan veteran. That'd be a um, huge pop if AJ Lee comes yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. And, and there is a team you could run in the tag team division, for example, at WrestleMania. And when it comes to Stratton, there's not a clear angle there, but she's such a character and her over the top ability to do stuff. You know, if you have somebody like a Bianca Belair who you want to do a WrestleMania program with and you want to get a rub, um, I think that might be the way to do it. I don't know if they want to go that big on NXT at this point. But I do think there is this this transformation of, of the roster just by virtue of people are getting old. Like, you've got to build up new stars. And they, they might do so. Especially with the two-night WrestleMania, you do have to dig a bit deeper in your roster than you otherwise would for the whole rest of the year. And you could always send somebody back down. Um, Dan, I think that does it for the Royal Rumble. A crazy pay-per-view. Um, I'm even more excited than normal because we're taping this the night before. Yeah. So in about 26 
hours. My math is correct. Less than that. <laughs> you and I will be watching the Royal Rumble. Uh, it'll be a great one. Yep, I'm excited. And then, yeah, we'll check in for Elimination Chamber. What's the next AEW pay-per-view? Remind me. Uh, string uh, Sting's uh, retirement revolution. Yeah. Okay. As long as you keep March third. March, March 3rd. Yeah, it is March third because yeah. they're promoting some stuff on Dynamite the other night. Mm. Um, that'll be a great one as well. Always great to talk to you. The Rumble Likewise. will be crazy. And uh, I hope there are a lot of surprises, but I also hope I'm right. Thank you, Zola Stan. Thank you. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 